Hey guys, Doug Walker here. Well, we got uh, new shows, new location, new house. <laughs> uh, so yeah, people on the internet right now are just being like, ah, too much change, I can't take it out. And everyone would like to say, you know, that once he moved, that's the point where everything went downhill. Because uh, people love to do that. Uh, they love to pick that one point. So here, I've given you the point. Uh, but I digress. I apologize for wearing a red shirt in a red room too. You're I are probably bleeding right now, uh, but nevertheless, you're not here for that. You are here to uh, hear my opinions on Wreck-It Ralph. And uh, God, this is like the first time I've done a review in a while where I don't have to say, let me tell you what I thought of the other ones. It's like, holy crap, an original idea. <laughs> That's so rare. Um, so, okay, uh, Wreck-It Ralph, as many of you know, if you know anything about video games or even heard of video games, you probably heard of Wreck-It Ralph. The trailers have had actual video game characters in the film. Uh, and, uh, going over the premise real fast, most of you know it, but if you don't, um, it's about a video game character named Wreck-It Ralph, who's kind of a Donkey Kong knockoff, uh, who's... Excuse me, got a text. Uh, who's tired of being the villain. Uh, he doesn't like, you know, destroying the buildings in his game. And uh, that he has the hero get all the worship and the people in the game don't respect him. So he decides to go game jumping, which means that he hops into other video games uh, to try and achieve something. Try and get a medal, specifically, is what he wants. He feels he's a hero if he has a medal. Uh... And while doing this, he goes into a couple different worlds, one of them called uh, Hero's Duty, which, uh, of course, is a satire like Call of Duty and Doom and stuff like that. Uh, and he goes into another game called Sugar Rush, which is sort of like a Mario Kart knockoff, sort of. Um, you know, which is very cutesy, but it's a racing game. And along the way, he comes across a little girl who's a glitch in the game, uh, you know, who wants to enter the race, and of course they're gonna form a friendship, uh, but there's some problems and complications, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so, what did I think of the film? Uh, I really, really liked it. Um, I, I thought it was a very strong story. Uh, I, I thought very strong characters. These are very likable characters. Uh, it's nice to see Disney do a CG movie that's not Pixar-related, though John Lasseter did produce it. Um, that's actually, it, it stands on its own okay, you know, and it actually, you sort of have to remind yourself it's not Pixar, because it has a lot of those clever jokes. Uh, I would say the one downside to it that some people might have, I'll just address it now early on, is that... The big pushing point of this is that there's real video game characters in it. You got Bowser from Mario, you got uh, a Zangief and M. Bison from Street Fighter, and uh, a Sonic is in there very briefly. Uh, but the big thing to emphasize is that they are not the main thing. In fact, honestly, they're not in it for very long. Most of what you see is in the trailer. That's very important to know. Uh, so if you're going in expecting to see all these video game characters come in and interact and stuff like that, you pretty much already saw it in the trailer. Uh, with the exception of one or two other, you know, little scenes. Like, there, there's a cute scene with Tapper, you know, it's pretty funny. Um, I personally would have liked a little bit more, like, I, I thought maybe at the end, uh, you know, during the climax, just suddenly to help maybe all the video game characters that they got the copyrights for, we're gonna come in and have this great big epic battle. Wouldn't that have been great? Like, maybe Pong uses, you know, the ball and the two lines to knock people out or something, but, uh, but I digress. Um, maybe for a sequel. Uh, so, on top of that, I say the only other... 
the only other weakness too on top of that is that they do they're sort of building up that it goes to a lot of different worlds. It's really only two. Um, and they're very creative worlds, and they're really wonderful to look at, and it's great how much they have the detail down of the games they're satirizing. Um, but it is only two worlds, and you would sort of think, oh, maybe there's a lot more jumping in it, but not really. It's more focused on the simple goals of these two characters, that being Wreck-It Ralph and, and the little girl, the Glitch. Um, and th they're both played very well, it is very character-focused. There is actually a pretty good, uh, there's a good reveal, uh, near the end, which, uh, 8 Mickey saw this too, and he was saying, uh, you know, yeah, I, I thought the ending reveal was a little obvious and stuff like that. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it was, but I didn't catch on. <laughs> so it's hard to say whether or not it's obvious or not, but even if it is, it's still good, uh, and makes for a good story. And, uh... Every time you think it's going to go in a direction you're not going to like, it makes up for it. it, it it's kind of like Hot Fuzz in that way, where you think it's going to go in an area where you're like, oh, no, come on, you were doing so well. But then they sort of, no, no, this was all part of our plan. You see, it all kind of comes together. Uh, so the, the jokes the jokes are good. Uh, probably could have been a little stronger. I mean, they're not quite up to, like, let's say, the Toy Story uh, levels, but they are still pretty smart and pretty funny. Um, and they're very likable characters. Uh, uh, John C. Riley is Wreck-It Ralph's very likable. Uh, uh, oh, what's her name? Is it Jane, Jane Lynch? Is that her name? Uh, her as the uh, commander is great. Uh, uh, she's a ton of fun. The backstory to her that she's programmed with, and they're very smart that they're saying she was programmed with this backstory. They know they're video game characters, and, that, and that's great. Um, it's just so funny. It's one of the funniest images in the movie. Um... And uh, the, the Sarah Silverman is great as the glitch. Uh, uh, she's very, very likable. Um, and, and they create... It's, it's so creative, this setup. I, I think everybody at some point has had this idea of, you know, where they want to see all their favorite video game characters together, and they want to see them sort of jump in between games, or is there a place where all the video game characters meet? Video Game Confessions is sort of based on that idea. Uh, so I think everybody likes this idea, and it's great that not only do they finally do it, but they did it with the real characters. For the most part, like I said, Wreck-It Ralph is kind of Donkey Kong, and Fix-It Felix, uh, the hero in the game, is it, it, pretty much Mario. Um, and that stuff is just, it's, they do it very well, and the way they work the story around it, and with it, is very smart. Uh, and they give sort of a history, and even just the idea that this, uh, this girl is a glitch, you know, but then she sort of uses the glitch to her advantage and stuff, and what it means for the game to be unplugged, and just very smart stuff, and really cleverly ties back into the story. Uh, every time it goes somewhere where you think, oh, this is, you know, what was the point of that? It comes back. It actually does have a purpose. Uh, so I, I really, really like this movie, especially for the, uh, the characters and how their motivations tie into the story. Uh, so... Uh, <coughs> excuse me, who would like it? Uh, you know, video game fans, I, I think, would like it uh, a lot, but on top of that, you don't need to know video games especially well. Uh, maybe that's the advantage of not having too many video game characters and not relying too much on them, is that you can still follow it even if you don't know much about gaming. Uh, you know, anyone can come into this movie. Um, and, and I'm sure they were, they were banking on that. Uh, and they explain things very well, you know, for the most part. Every time it starts to get a little complicated, they, they bring it back to, you know, just that right level of comprehending it. Um, I think people that like, you know, 
people that like good characters and they like the creativity, you know, if you just look at these worlds they create, these two or three worlds, uh, and you look in the background and you see the design of the characters and the, you know, that, that Candyland place and just everything that they use the design, there's like these donut cops that, it's like that alone is hilarious. Um, you know, it, it's all wonderful in the, the Hero's Duty world and how, you know, detailed they make it compared to the very cartoony Wreck-It Ralph. That contrast alone is very, uh, uh very funny. Um, so I, I think, uh, a general audience would probably really like it. People who wouldn't like it, I would say if you are looking for either a lot of humor, uh, you probably won't get quite your, what you're looking for if you're looking for a straight-up comedy. Uh, because there's a lot of moments where it takes itself very seriously, and, and it's justified, and it works, and it, it works within the world. But if you're looking for straight-up laughs that's going to have, like, a lot of your favorite video game characters or a lot of video game jokes, it's not going to be that many. There's a few, and, and they're not bad, but it's not going to be that many. It's not the focus. Um, and if you're pretty good at figuring out plots, like I said, you'll probably figure this one out fine, uh, if that bothers you. Um... And like I said, there's not many worlds that they travel to. So it's not, it's not a film that's very, very focused on video games, like, as a whole. Like, a lot of video games. Like, you're gonna go to a lot of different video games, and they're gonna do jokes with them. They're gonna move on to the next world, and they're gonna do jokes with that. It's mainly just a couple worlds. It's a couple characters. Um... And if you're fine with that, uh, you'll probably like them okay, you know? I mean, it is just sort of... Like I said, you know that the character is eventually going to come to grips with who he is, and everyone else is going to come to grips with who he is and stuff. I mean, this is not a big shock. Um, but I thought the way they did it and the way they explained it was very well handled. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that sort of sums up, you know, who would like it, who wouldn't like it. Um, like I said, there's definitely not a big focus on the video game element in there. It's, it's not the focus, I should say, the main focus. Uh, the main focus is the characters. Uh, so, yeah, that's it for uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, tune in next time. We're actually going to try something uh, a little different. I'm still going to do reviews, you know, uh, with the bum reviews, too, except this time we're going to try a new review show. We're going to bring my brother in on it, and we're going to try and mix it up a little bit. We're going to try and actually start comparing contrast opinions and stuff like that. And this is one of the new review shows we want to start doing. So, uh, with the next film, if you see a bum review but you don't see a video right under it, uh, you'll know why. You'll know there's a review show coming uh, very shortly after, if not at the same time. Uh, and we're going to try that out and see how that goes. So, guys, that's about it. Hope you enjoyed me rambling about Wreck-It Ralph, and I shall talk to you later. Take care.